Hi everyone, I hope you're having an amazing day. You know, I know that sometimes work and home life can just become overwhelming. I think you get to a point where you're experiencing a lot of anxiety, you may not be experiencing a lot of good self-esteem, or psychologically, you just may not feel very effective or resilient. Sometimes, you know, you just feel a little beat down. And so today I wanted to talk to you about a concept called flow and point out um, you know, um, a methodology here that may help you to understand how to become a little bit more effective, maybe a little bit better self-esteem, and really just overall become a little more resilient. Let me start out by telling you a little story about when I was in the military. And when I was uh, one of my roles in the in the military was I was uh, as a supply clerk at, at one point in my military career. And I got assigned to what they called the expedite desk. And the expedite desk the, the expedite desk was one of the the as the name suggests, any of the very critical orders, things that, um, people on the base needed to have expedited quickly would get processed through this desk. Of course, the opposite of that would be routine. Um, so just to give you an example, routine things are just things like they're not mission critical. Like you want to go order some pencils or whatever, brooms, whatever, things that just don't matter. And you can, you can just take your time to go procure those goods. Well, the expedite desk were things that if you didn't have them, bad things can start to happen based on your mission. So every day, so I would go into my, go into the office and every day there's, it just starts with a stack of orders to be processed because the desk doesn't shut down. I mean, yeah, they, they, there were, there were quote office hours, 7.30 to 4.30, but after 4.30, if somebody was working a night shift, they could just keep coming by the desk and just piling more request orders in this in this pile. So every single day, you don't even start with a clean slate. You already start with a pile of work, and throughout the day, more orders continue to come in. And it was the expedite desk, so there was a lot of pressure to keep these, you know, to really, the goal was, Every day at the end of the shift, your order basket needed to be empty. Yeah, I'd get filled back up the next day. And every day I would come in and immediately I just walked in feeling the, the weight of the world on my shoulders like, oh my gosh, here we go again. And, you know, I got better at doing my job. I may have worked them faster. And certainly when I first started, maybe I wasn't even finishing cleaning up the basket for the day, processing all the orders for the day. After a few weeks, few months, maybe I'm getting to the point where I can process everything before I left my shift. But then I'd come in the next day, baskets full again. So it started to really weigh on me that this is never going to end. And it wasn't after, it, it wasn't really until after a few months I realized, look, you can come in here and just look at this work every day as this stress, or you can, number one, go off and realize that that is the job. This 
will never end. That the, the, it's not one. It's not like building a bridge. You can start building a bridge and you're finished building a bridge. This is literally like painting. I don't know, painting the Golden Gate Bridge, where by the time you finish painting it, you got to go all the way back to the beginning and start painting it again. So it never ends. So the first thing I had to do was get myself in the right frame of mind that that's the job, right? And then number two, I had to go figure out, you know, how could I better manage the workload? And, you know, some of the things I did there was I went out and I tried to figure it out, you know, how could I improve my own knowledge about how to process these orders faster? A big part of that job was researching where to find certain things, because some of these things aren't, they're not normal things you can go to Walmart and buy. So you have to go figure out where in the U.S. can you buy this type of military hardware. So, um, you know, so you get better at doing your job. Ultimately, in the end, um, I got really good at my job. And even though the pile never ended, I didn't come in anymore feeling just depressed and beat down every day. It was like, yeah, you know, I'm I, this. I'm helping the mission. You know, I'm helping uh, everybody to win was eventually how I got to the point where I, I felt better about myself coming into work every day, being a little bit more resilient. So let me share with you this flow model and it'll it, when i when i share it with you you'll see how if if you can understand where you are in this model it'll also point at things that you can do to help to make yourself more resilient so picture if you will um a two axis diagram on the vertical axis starting at the bottom and getting um getting increasing as you go up it's it's the level of challenge that you have to deal with in your work or your personal life. At the very bottom of that, the challenge to you, right, it's to you, is low. And at the very top of that axis, the challenge to you is very high. On the horizontal axis, this is your ability to deal with the challenge, right? It's your skills and your abilities. And you know, originally the model says skills. I'm gonna I'm gonna label that that um, axis abilities, and I'll tell you why in a little bit, right? So uh, on the left, it's you have the, a low ability to deal with your challenges, and on the far right, you have a high ability to deal with your challenges. So if you put this matrix together, in the bottom left box where the challenge you have is low and the skill set or the ability you have to deal with it is low then one becomes apathetic that's the you know that's a disposition that could happen now let's just move along the horizontal axis if the challenge is low excuse me that's a vertical axis if the challenge is low but move along the horizontal axis and your ability to deal with that challenge is very high then if that's the kind of work you're doing, there you could become bored. You could experience boredom because you could basically do this job in your sleep. Now, let's focus on the vertical axis. If the challenge is very, very high, but your ability to deal with the challenge is low, this is where you're getting anxiety, right? What's being thrown at you is well beyond your ability to deal with it. And that's where you get stress and anxiety. Now, interestingly, if 
the challenge is very high. You know that the work is really challenging. It's really important. It's, you know, it's all of these things that'll help the, the company or your personal life, whatever. But if your ability to deal with those challenges are also very high, then you're getting into what they call flow. This is where you experience a state called eustress, which is, yeah, the challenge is high, but you, you have the ability to do it. So you show up at work every day, really being a top performer, right? You're very effective. You have high self-esteem because you're contributing and you're getting stuff done, right? So that the trick then becomes, how do you move out of quadrants one, two, or three so you can get into the top right quadrant, quadrant number four? Let me talk about, first of all, the, the bottom quadrant where, um, excuse me, the, the bottom axis where that is ability, right? And the reason I'm going to relabel this ability and not just skill it's because I believe a lot of you may have skill, but what you don't have is the ability because you don't have time. And that's something that, that then you have to go inspect what is causing my ability to be low to not be able to meet a challenge. And in my experience, what I saw a lot was that people have skills, but for some reason that without them addressing it is somewhat beyond their control. They get drug into just a lot of meetings and they don't have any time. So remember your job is at this point, we're assuming that on the ability or skills axis, it's low. So the first thing I want you to do is go figure out if what, what is driving it and my suggestion is probably a lot of what's driving it is time. You don't have the right time. So I know the challenge is already high. That's why you're in the stress. That's why you're already in the stress quadrant. So if time is what's hampering your ability, then you've got to go put a very detailed effort, a very concerted effort in place on how to manufacture more time. I would start with looking at your calendar. Go and look at meetings that you must go to. And those meetings mean, to me, a meeting that you must go to, it has to be something where you need to be in a real-time conversation where you're adding value or you're receiving value. And if it doesn't meet those two simple conditions, real-time and adding or receiving value, then I would really, really um, encourage you to get the courage to go talk to either the meeting holder or your boss or somebody else and say, I don't need to attend this meeting. If Remember, I said real time. If it's something you can read later on your own time, then don't go to that meeting. Go do some work that'll help you, and then you can read minutes or whatever. I know a lot of people just aimlessly go to meetings, quote, just in case, and that's just not a good reason, right? So if one of the things inhibiting your ability is time, go figure out where you can manufacture more time. And most likely, it's stop going to meetings where you don't get or give value. The other 
reason, skill, the ability is low, it's because your skills don't match. And this is where you want to go out and do a skills assessment, a development kind of uh, view, right? Um, personal and professional development view and look at what are the skills that you're lacking that if you had them, you would be able to meet the challenges that are expected of you. And look, guys, I don't know what those are. Um, If we were in a one-on-one coaching session, there's a process we would go through where we'd go through and look at all of these different types of skills and go figure out which one or two or three you should start focusing on. So in my mind, the the bottom axis improving that it's not just a skills development activity time is also the biggest ability inhibitor that i've seen so go focus on that now what can you do if the challenge is too high it's above your ability well there's a couple things right again where are you getting the challenges if it's from your boss i would go sit down with your boss and go have a good discussion around whether that work that you, that is being asked of you is the right fit for your abilities at this given time. And, and remember, time is a part of it too, so they could help you. But, you know, let, let's assume it's just a skill deficit. Go look at the assignments you're getting and see if it's reasonable. You know, have this discussion with your boss. Go see if it's reasonable for you to have this level of challenge, or is it something that somehow can be negotiated where you get an assignment that more fits your skills and abilities? And let's assume that your skills and abilities are on par with whatever management level that you need you are at. If the challenge getting thrown at you is above that, then that, that's probably not fair. Now, if you're at a certain management level in a company and that is the challenge that you're being assigned, and the reality is your skills can't meet the management level required, then that's on you. You got to go improve your skills and do it quickly, right? So again, just a simple model today to come in and share with you. If you're not feeling really pumped up at work, which is really described as flow, which is a condition where the challenge is very high, the work is really important, it's really meaningful, it helps the company, and it's an and condition, and you don't have the ability, which includes the time and the skills, to do that, then you're not going to be in quadrant four, which is flow, right? So challenge high, ability and skills high, boom, you're golden. If the challenge is low and your skills are low, you're just apathetic. You probably just are just punching a clock, coming in every day and seeing what you can get away with, quite frankly. If the challenge is low, but your skills are are, are beyond the challenge, then you're going to be bored. You're just walking around work, being bored. And where I think a lot of you are is the challenge is very high, but your your ability and your skills can't meet that. So you're experiencing a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress. And I will tell you, stress is a cumulative thing. You may not feel like you have this earth-shattering stress on you right at this moment at any given point in time, but stress, the, the way I like to think about it is go get a one-pound weight, you know, just a, something very light, right? One pound, two pounds, whatever. If you're a strong person, three pounds, whatever. And just hold that out in your arm extended fully all the way. And in that given moment, you may be able to hold that, right? That, that weight represents stress. In that moment, you may be able to hold it. But how is your arm going to feel after an hour or after a day or after a week? At what point does your arm just give up? So 
that's how you need to think about stress and anxiety. It's something that at any given moment, you can go take a quick five minute break and talk yourself out of it saying, you know, nothing needs to change. I can just deal with this. But all you're doing is pulling your arm back in for a couple of seconds. When you decide to re-engage, you're going to have to shove your arm right back out there and you're not in any better position. So taking these periodic stress breaks, they don't help. You have to go improve your skill or get the challenge to match the skill if your skill is the right set of skills. So that's really the chat for today, guys. I hope this is something that can help you kind of, you know, this is an audio podcast. I, I, I really wish um, I, I should do a video on this because it's really more helpful if you have a diagram. But again, let me, you know, let, let me just close by repeating the diagram again. And, you know, just to make sure that you understand it again on the vertical axis, it's the level of challenge for the task being put in front of you or, or your job or whatever. Bottom of that arrow is low at the top of the arrow. It's high. On the horizontal axis, it's your ability or your skill to deal with that challenge. On the left, it's low. On the right, it's high. If you make that into a grid with four boxes, bottom left, low challenge, low skill, you're apathetic. Bottom right, low challenge, high skill, you're bored. Top left, high challenge, low ability and skill, you're going to have anxiety and stress. Top right, high challenge, but the right level of ability and skills to deal with it, then you're in the flow, you're in the use stress zone. So guys, I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this chat. And if you did, please remember to follow or subscribe to Chang Chats with Stu Chang on your favorite podcasting app. If you know someone else who may also like this podcast, please feel free to share it with them. Thanks for listening. 